Welcome back to Peas in a Pot, and you kicking with your girl, P. Hello, my sweet peas. So today's Friday. First, let me tell you guys that Mondays and Fridays, of course, that's when I air. And I'm thinking about switching up where I have Mondays be like a more of a topic thing, and Fridays be my story time. Because I love telling stories. I enjoy and I have fun with telling different stories. But before I jump into the storytelling or whatever, I had an email. Y'all know I get my emails. And I wanted to talk about this particular topic. We talk about this a lot during the Q&As, but I really, really got an email. And the email expressing is, you in a committed relationship, they asking, is it really cheating if you talking to somebody else, but you're not physically touching that person? Is that really cheating? Oh my goodness. That is an easy answer. Hell yes. Let me tell you why it's it's considered cheating. Like I told y'all before in one of my other pods, if you hiding it, baby girl, baby boy, that's cheating. Because if you can't tell whoever it is that you're with, whoever you're committed to, if you can't tell them that you're on the phone with this person or that you're talking to this person, chilling or whatever it is that y'all got going on, then that's cheating. You don't have to be physically interactive with somebody to be considered cheating. Excuse me. You don't have to be. So I think people need to really know you can kiss cheating, talk to someone on the phone cheating, hug cheating. It can be different things. I'm not saying all those. I'm not saying hugging or talking is not cheating because it cannot be cheating some in some situations. But if it's a hitting situation, if you're talking to a girl and y'all just talking on the phone communicating but you can't tell your girlfriend wife or whoever you're committed to you're cheating if you're talking to a guy and you can't tell your husband your boyfriend or whoever you're committed to you are cheating that blows my mind that people don't think that that's cheating if you're hiding it it's a no-go that means it's not good it's not meant for you to do it if it has to be hitting it's just not meant for it to be done period point blank and with this whole cheating aspect, y'all, like it blows me because it also wanted to know about like if you in the same set. So let's say if you have a man and a woman in a relationship, but she's messing with a woman or he's messing with another man. Is that cheating? Hell yes. I don't care who it is. If you're sexually involved with somebody else, you're cheating. If you're having sex with anybody that's not your partner, that is cheating. Now, if you and your partner have that type of relationship where it's open or he or she is okay with you messing with somebody of the same sex, because to them, that's not cheating, then that's fine. That's your prerogative. But if you don't have that with your partner, listen to me now. If you don't have that with your partner, honey, it's cheating. Okay. It is cheating. I'm trying to tell you. Then you have the cheating on when people ask you to, how can I put this? Like you have situations where it might be friendly gestures, but like I said, if it's hitting, then it's cheating. It, it just is. I wanted to ask that question because, like I said, this is not necessarily a Q&A, but it was really, really big on that person. Then the email also go into what advice can you give somebody that lost itself inside a relationship? 
to you girls or guys, whoever you may be, because it's not just girls all the time. Some people sleep that men can get lost inside a relationship. Men can be getting dolled out and they can be giving it all and not getting in return. I know some guys that was in that predicament. So it goes both ways. But if you're in a relationship and you're lost inside of this relationship where you're not getting back what you're giving out, stop, take a reflection and build you up. Let me say that again. Stop and build you up. Because if you can't build yourself up and you can't love yourself the way you need to be loved, how in the hell can you get somebody else love? How? It's not possible to truly love somebody else if you're not truly loving yourself. You shouldn't be loving somebody else more than you love yourself. Only God. That's it. You should literally not love anybody else more than you love yourself because you have to love you so you can have the capability to truly love somebody else the right way. So if you are lost inside a relationship and it tends to happen to so many of us in this world, you can get lost. And it's not sometimes that you're going through a bad thing in your relationship. It's not that your relationship got to be bad to get lost. People get that confused. Some people think, oh, they got to be going through something. No, they might not be going through something if you lose yourself. You can lose yourself in your relationship because you're not happy with you or you don't know who you are anymore. You're trying to figure out where you want to go. Every day in life, we change. Every day in life, we grow. So when you're in a relationship, you have to change and grow and learn together. And if you're not doing that, you can tend to get lost. You can tend to get confused and you can't tend to to look around like what what's going on what's the problem that happens it happens so I want to say that if you get lost let, let, let me speak to this because y'all know I speak facts I'm a happily married woman but I have got lost in my relationship because of me because I wasn't happy with who I was meaning I still like I told y'all about my weight loss journey when I was as big as I was before I started this journey a couple of years ago it's not that I wasn't happy in my relationship because I was happy with my husband. But when I looked in the mirror, I wasn't 100% happy with myself. So I had to build myself back up because I've always been a very confident woman. My whole entire life, I've always been a very, very confident woman. You couldn't tell me I wasn't beautiful. Still can't tell me I'm not beautiful. And you couldn't tell me that I just wasn't a shit. <laughs> okay. You couldn't tell me that. But when I say I lost myself, I, I lost my niche. I didn't care about shopping anymore and everybody that knows me knows I love to shop I always loved heels I always love clothes but I have lost that I have lost some of my uh because I wasn't happy with the person that I seen in the mirror well with that person body I was happy with my face so you can get lost in so many different aspects and I have to use myself as an example because I don't want people to think that I don't understand where you're coming from I don't understand because I do so I had to build myself up I had to tell myself, girl, you're flying no matter what. So even before I started losing weight, I had to build myself up and let myself know that you're beautiful, you're big, and you still the shit. But when I start to build, you know, to, to lose that weight and I start to really invest in this journey, and like I said, it's been so many uh, roller coasters with it, that I feel like I've been building myself back up more and more and more. So sometimes you have to build yourself up and it can be many different things. You don't have to be having a bad relationship to feel like you're lost inside of it. You might be lost because you might just be at the point where you're like, what am I going to do with myself? What is it in life that I want to do? I'm about to be 33 next month. You guys, I'm super excited. And if, as y'all know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So 
where I am at in life, I am in a phenomenal place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my family, the circle I have, the people. I'm enjoying my pod, YouTube channel, which I'm about to get to that a little later. And it's just, I feel like all of my stuff with the happiness within myself came from me starting with my lifestyle change. That was something I had to do for me. It was nothing that my kids, my husband, or somebody in my family was doing. That was something that I was eternally battling with myself. And I had to do what I had to do to make it right for myself. So sometimes you can be lost, but you're lost within yourself. It don't have nothing to do with your relationships or with just people that you have relationships with. If you're not happy with yourself or if you don't feel like you know who you are, what you want to do in life, then you have to stop reevaluating and figure out what it is you want to do. Now, that can be the aspect. And then you have people that actually do get lost in relationships. You have people that, and I've seen it, you have people that have been with somebody for so long, they get so comfortable that they lose who they are, lose who they was in a relationship. And at that moment, you only try to make that person happy, even though that person don't care to make you happy. Get it together. Do not love somebody more than you love yourself. Because you have to love yourself to give that person the right type of love, period, point blank. I'm just going to say that. And I was glad to see that because like I said, you can be lost on two different ways, two different ways. You can be lost inside a relationship and you can be lost while you're in a relationship, but be lost within yourself. You hear me? You can be lost within yourself. And if you're lost within yourself, please look in the mirror, pray, reevaluate and do what can make that inner you happy. Because when you're happy on the inside, everybody can see it on the outside. I'm trying to tell you, it's a whole, it hits different <laughs> when you got that glow and it's naturally because everybody can see that this person is genuinely happy. You're genuinely happy. And it's not necessarily that your spouse, your partner, or whoever you're committed with not making you happy. They can be doing everything in the world right but you're still going to have something that's just not there if you're not internally happy. So get right with yourself. I'm telling people, get right with yourself. It's just important for you guys to just know that. I wanted to brush on that because when, when I sing that, I was like, you know what? This is deep. And like I said, I'm happy. I've been happy. I am a stay-at-home mom and I love being a stay-at-home mom. It's awesome. And I'm a wife and I love being a wife. It's it's awesome. And I love being a mom, but I didn't love my body. And I did what I had to do to change it and making that change. And I'm still doing it. I'm not where I want to be and I'm not perfect. I still got ways to go, but I'm enjoying my process. I'm enjoying the journey that I'm on. I'm enjoying my ups and downs and my roller coaster. I'm enjoying the whole entire process. And more importantly, I'm internally happy with myself and that's what you have to be you have to go get internally happy and it just shines right through it it does it really really does and um I just want to say that so I reached on the cheating part reached on the lost part and then it goes to say that if you have a best friend but your best friend made a new best friend, should you be jealous of that or should you embrace this new best friend? I think that's that question is, I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that. I say it's not a such thing as being jealous. If you best friends, your best friends, period. 
Y'all supposed to be there for each other, love each other, care for each other, have each other backs no matter what, pure point blank. So if your best friend got another friend and they done became best friends, that's okay. Because if you're truly friends, that friend is not going to let her, he new friend come in between y'all two. They're not. That just means they have another friend. So it's it's okay. I had multiple, when, growing up, I had technically two best friends, a girl and a guy. And I had like another good best, I got basically like three best friends. And I, I had multiple ones because in reality, I hung around my cousins and they were my besties because we were super duper tight. So I hung around my cousins. We were super duper tight. And then I had, you know, my friends and some of us brace away. Maybe we moved or different areas and we didn't get to see each other that much. And then y'all know I was a fast, but so I hung around other people. So I had... Outside of my cousins, I had these two girls that I hung with most of the time. And they were like, oh, those are your best friends? And I was like, no. They was like, yes, it is. Y'all always together. Y'all always together. And we was. And then, you know, I had my guy friends. Now, the whole thing is about this situation because you can't, what I learned when I became old enough and, you know, I'm married and I just be sitting and evaluating life. Sometimes people in your life, because they're in your life for a season, some people in your life for a reason, and sometimes you just outgrow people. And my particular guy best friends, you know, like one of them, you know, he's married me. His wife has always been cool. And him and my husband is cool. We're not as close anymore. And I always used to miss the relationship. For a long time, I used to miss it because we he was just extremely, literally my best friend. I had his back. He had mine. We was always there for each other. And we could tell each other everything. We knew it stayed between us. And he was seriously my best, like, friend, hands down. And I missed that relationship as we got, you know, on and on and on because I was just sitting like, gosh, we, we were so close. And then I try to say, well, I know when you get married, your spouse become your best friend. But I honestly believe that when you're best friends with somebody else, you can still have a best friend even though you're married. But I had to know that, look, you got to let that go. <laughs> so me and him, we're still cool to this day, but we don't have that same relationship. And I had to come to the conclusion that he outgrew me, I guess. I didn't necessarily outgrew him, but I guess he, uh, well, I outgrew him. However, whatever it is where he was in the place where he just didn't need a girl best friend no more. And I understand that. And I'm okay with that. And we're still cool. But I, I did used to miss that relationship so much because like I said, we were so close. And then my other guy, that was like a guy best friend, then him is still cool. But we don't talk because he like, look, you're not a respect for your husband. I don't want to, you know be talking calling you and texting and stuff like that even though he's cool with my husband I said oh okay I get it I understand and I respect it so every now and then we might hey how you doing you good you check checking on you how your kids doing how your girlfriend doing how you, your husband doing stuff like that so I get it and then my female best friend we just kind of like sprouted out so it's like we're still cool we still talk every now and then but it's like she got her thing going on I got my family life going on and we don't get to see each other like that but the saddening part to me is I'm like, even if you have families or even if you wasn't call it, I just feel like that it would be okay. It should be okay that you don't see each other every day and you still consider best friends. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've always had a famous line because you have people that you ain't talked to in a long time. Like if I text somebody and I'm like, oh, how you been? Like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to text you. I've just been so busy. 
I hate hearing that. It's like a big pet peeve. The reason why I hate hearing it is because I always said people make time for who and what they want to make time for. You're never too busy to send out a text. So if you really want to communicate with somebody, you could easily send out a text to them and text them. Hey, how you doing? Ain't keep it moving. It's not that hard. So it's just, look, we, I just wasn't on your mind or you just wasn't on my mind. And that's just what it is. We got to own up to it. Like for me, I know for a fact that there are certain situations that I reach out to people a lot more now because I have people in my past that might have was reaching out to me and I had a lot going on and it was slipping my mind. And I'm not going to tell them I'm too busy because I'm not too busy for a friend. It literally just slipped my mind. Now it's my turn to be doing the reaching out. So I try to reach out to people, more people and talk and then let them reach out to me. A relationship, whether it's friendship, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, mother, daughter, whatever it is, it goes both ways. You have to have both people to communicate to have a successful relationship. So people ask like, what, what, what's the story with your best friends now? I wish all of them well. We still, all of us still cool. And uh, me and the girl, I guess we kind of still some like best friends, even though we don't talk all the time. We catch up when we can. Uh, me and the guys, they know who they are. And if they're listening, they know who they are. I love y'all. All three of y'all. Love y'all. And we're going to always be cool. Y'all know where I'm at. Y'all know where I live. Y'all know my number. <laughs> so we always cool. But my husband, he had a situation like that. Him and his best friends were like brothers. And then just out the blue. They just kind of drifted apart and me and him both was like, well, you know what? That just obviously tends to happen. Sometimes you can't outgrow people. And when I say outgrow, it's not that one person is better than the other. It's just literally y'all both going in different paths in y'all life. Y'all both have different things that y'all trying to do. And maybe y'all just not that fit for each other anymore. And that is totally fine. So I just want y'all to know that that right there happens. You can outgrow people. You can. You can outgrow people. Um, also on this email, like I said, it's not necessarily a Q&A, but I did. This is all from one email. Kind of want to address it because like I said, I tried to make sure I communicate with all my sweet peas. I love, absolutely, truly love getting those emails. It means so much to me. And I try to brush up on topics or the questions, the answers, whatever, when I can as much as I can, because I love it. And I want y'all to know that I'm going to continue to interact with my listeners because I think that it's important to let my listeners know that I'm going to continue to interact with them. And it, it just it means a lot to me. So um, basically, this one was a funny one. They was asking like if well, it's not really funny, but they was asking that if you meet somebody for the first time and like y'all may met, let's see. The way they put in there, like if I met you at the club and you was cute at the club and then we go on our first date and you're not that cute. How do you turn that person down? Look, I'm going to say this because if you meet somebody in the club and you know it's dark in the club, you gave them your number in the club and then y'all go on your first date and that person's not attracted to you. To be honest, you don't have to call somebody ugly because I don't call people ugly. I don't like the word ugly. You can easily just let them know that, look, you're not really my type. We can be friends or whatever. But what I will tell you is give that person a chance because what a lot of people try to do is you always try to tend to go through the outside instead of inside. And sometimes that person that you might not find attractive might be the person that's going to treat you like a queen or treat you like a king or be what you're really, really looking for. So don't really necessarily shut it down because go on that date. See if y'all got that vibe. See if y'all got that chemistry. And you might just realize like, wow, this is everything I've been looking for in a man or everything I've been looking for in a woman. So don't necessarily not give it a try because of the looks. I will say that. Try 
to see, you know, if you can get that connection with that person. Because a lot of times you go off their looks and then things don't happen. Because guess what? Outside of that looks, they ain't nothing. Boo. <laughs> I'm telling you. I've been there, done that. And in my younger days, in my younger days, I feel like everybody have shallow moments. You know, you want the cute people. You know, I was big on the dress and all that kind of stuff. And I, but I've never been where I had to talk to people for looks. I was about money. So me, it was just like, if you green, you're good. <laughs> you had that. That was my younger shallow days. I was really, really about money. And that was my shallow days. So I think everybody go through shallow moments, but we're too grown out here to be only trying to go with somebody for their looks. Like, especially when you have kids, like even if you don't have kids and you want kids, you want somebody that you know that's going to be a real woman or a real man, somebody that's handling business, somebody that's going to genuinely care for you and yours and vice versa. Okay, so you give up a chick because she got a fat ass and pretty face. Then what? She ain't cooking, she ain't cleaning, she ain't doing nothing but looking pretty. Or you give up a dude because he fine as hell. Then what? If he ain't romancing you and making you feel special and caring for you, what are you getting out of it if that's all they can offer you is their looks? Please think about that because people tend to get really, really caught up in that. And that saddens me. It really do. It saddens me. But you guys, I'm going to wrap today's up like right now. And I just want to say that first and foremost, I am starting my YouTube channel. It's called Kicking With P. And it's kind of like, um, it's not necessarily my podcast because Peas in the Pod is my baby. But I'm kind of going to be revamping some of my pods on my YouTube channel. And I'm going to be talking about other things. It's just going to be a visual. And I'm still going to have fun. So definitely go subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already. I will. It's called Kicking With P. And I will see if I can put the um, link in my description or whatever. And you can still email me at talktopeasandpod at gmail.com. And after today, I think Mondays is going to be Topic Mondays. Fridays is going to be Storytime Fridays. I think that's what I'm going to do. Topic Mondays and Storytime Fridays from here on out. You know, I keep trying to try different things to see what works. Continue to send me the emails in. Definitely go subscribe to Kicking With P. That's my YouTube channel. And... As always, sweet peas, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Continue to tell your friends, tell their friends, tell their friends. Continue to share. Definitely go subscribe to Kicking With P. That's my YouTube channel. Yes, I'm being repetitive repetition because I want y'all guys to know this. But thank you guys for listening. I always enjoy y'all. I appreciate y'all. And it means everything. Definitely continue to send those emails in and just... Tune in. Y'all know I air Mondays and Fridays. So as of now, Mondays is going to be what? Topic Mondays, Fridays, and Storytime Fridays. Unless I have like a demanding email that they want me to talk about. So either way I go, definitely stay tuned in and definitely go subscribe to Kicking With P. This is Peas in a Pod. Until next time.